welcome into uh, this uh, Golf Guardian show this morning. I'm having a bit of a chuckle here with uh, my producer, JB. Uh, we were having a bit of a technical difficulties a moment ago, and he just kind of bangs on the uh, on the board, and, and it fixed everything. And it reminded me of my time in the Navy when that's exactly what we did with those Navy airplanes. We just banged on whatever was wrong and took a roll of duct tape and fixed it up, and boom, we went flying. <laughs> hey, welcome in. This is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name's Doug Ray, and uh, and glad you're here. Um, today's show is going to be a compilation of a lot of stuff. Uh, it's all fact. You can check me out if you want to. Um, but the reason I put this show together today is because I was teaching a class down in Charlotte last week with a group of uh, retirees at one of the Sun City properties. And one of the topics that came up was this market and their accounts and so forth. And we started talking about where they were and where they came from. And it was very obvious to me these people were completely oblivious to reality, uh, totally complacent, totally uh, had forgotten about uh, market norms and so forth. So I'm, I put this show together today with the help of my my very good friend Van Mueller. And that name probably doesn't mean squat to most of you out there, but Van is a legend. I mean, a real legend in the financial services industry. And I've had Van on my show many, many times before. Um, but he is, as I am, very concerned about our economy and our markets and what's been going on over the last eight or so years. And so I'm going to just try to wake you people up with some facts. But before I do that, let me say, uh, as I always do on this program, thank you to our men and women in the armed forces. Thank you for your sacrifices. Thank you for everything that you do for us. And uh, Godspeed. All right. So let's let's give you some facts. If you'd started with $100,000 in 1987, that value would have dropped to $73,000 after the crash of 1987. And I remember that vividly because I was on your side of the table back then. I was a senior lieutenant in the Navy. I had about $30,000 in the market. And when that crash came, it wasn't 30000 anymore. It was somewhere around twenty. And I tried to get a hold of my broker, and guess what I got for an entire week? A busy signal. Couldn't get to him. Back in 1987, there was no Internet. There was no cell phones. It was just a landline. Couldn't even talk to the guy. And when I got to him, you know what he tells me? He says, yeah, the market. It was overbought. So it corrected. Well, if you'd remained invested, that $73,000 would have grown to $421,000 by January of 2000. The 90s were one of the hottest decades in the history of the stock market. And thankfully, I was on my side of the table then. But again, if you'd remained fully invested, your $421,000 would have decreased to, get this, $126,000 by July of 2002 during the dot-bomb crash. Now, if you're starting to understand what I'm talking about here, I'm talking to you people who stay invested, who ride the market up and down 
without a care or a worry because for you folks, especially you folks who are near retirement or are retired, you cannot afford to have your precious retirement savings drop at all, much less 50% or more. So, staying fully invested, that $126,000 would have grown to $237,000 by October of 07. Five years later, it still hadn't got back to your high water mark of $421,000. Well, after the credit crash of 07 and 08, that $237,000 was now back to $104,527. Man, that's, what, 20 years and you've basically treaded water the whole time? This is crazy. What are you thinking of? Hey, if you just joined us, this is the Wealth Guardian Show, and uh, I really want to have a, a long, serious conversation with you about your retirement. I don't care what age you are, but specifically, if you're five years away from retirement or if you're in retirement, Let's have a conversation because I honestly don't think most of you have any idea of the danger your retirement assets are in today. We're going to get into those in just a minute. Give us a call at 336-391-3409. Let's have that conversation. It can start out over the phone before you come into the office and do a serious analysis of your situation. 336-391-3409. Zero nine. All right, so you stayed invested through 07, 08, through the TARP, through the quantitative easings, one, two, three, however many they did. Today, your 104000 is $318,000. And it's not when, but it's if, or I should say it's not if, but when we have another crash. It's coming. It's out there in the future somewhere. If we lose 30%, that money is going to drop down to $212,000. Do you really think you can survive that? Now, over 30 years of time, that original $100,000 had an average rate of return of 2.5% annually. My goodness. In that amount of time, a blind squirrel could have found you 4%. Any, any financial advisor worth their salt could have done 5% in that amount of time. But no, no, you stayed invested, you rode the market up and down. How many times have I heard these Wall Street brokers say, well, you got to be in the market to make money. The market goes up, the market goes down, but it always comes back. Yeah, it does. But how long does it take it to come back? Five years is the most recent period of time. Five years is probably your best Hope, because if we have another crash like we did in 29, I mean a significant depression-type crash, which is not out of the realm of possibility, you have to admit that, it took that stock market 25 years to get back to even. Do you have 25 years for your money to get back to even? No, I would suggest you probably don't have 25 years to wait for your money to get back to even. So let's go back to 1987. Let's take that same $100,000 and let's just play what if. What if 
you miss those three crashes. From November of 1987 to January of 2000, your $100,000 grows to $416,000. Not bad. Now, from July 2002 to September of 2007, your $416,000 grows to $782,000. Now, check this out. From March of 2009, remember, we've missed the crashes. You don't have to worry about it. Your money stayed flat. You didn't have any losses to make up. From March of 2009, your $782,000 grows to $2.12 million. That's amazing. What was the other scenario? Basically, instead of having $2 million, you had basically, what was it, a hundred and some thousand dollars, a hundred and fifty-nine thousand dollars? This is what I mean, folks, by not going through these market declines. You cannot afford to do it. There are ways to keep you from losing your money. If you want to have active money in the market, that's fine. You have to have an exit strategy, though. But we have other strategies. We have strategies that will keep you insulated from market downturns. If you think this market's high now, it's hit an all-time high this week. If you think it's high now, then maybe it's time to sit back and say, okay, let's take some of the risk off the table. We've done pretty well since 2009. Let's limit our risk going forward. So I want you to have a serious conversation with me. It'll be you and I on the phone at first. And then if you want to come in and sit down and let me do a full, complete analysis of your situation, I'll tell you about the risk you're taking. Do you have any idea how, you, how you've done against the standard S&P 500? I'm going to tell you something straight up, folks. 99% of the people that come into my office have underperformed the S&P 500, but they think they're doing okay because they're making money. They have no benchmark. Their advisors don't tell them a daggum thing about what their accounts are doing relative to the risk that they're taking. And that's important. Your risk versus reward. Most of you have no clue what risk you're taking versus the reward you've gotten. The S&P 500 beats 95% of all mutual funds and money managers over time. Oh, yeah, some of them get on a hot streak and beat the S&P 500 for a year or two or three. But over the long term, the unmanaged S&P 500 beats everything. Now, if you want to see how you're doing relative to the risk you're taking, then give us a call, 336-391-3409. I want to have that conversation with you. It's 336-391-3409. Let's take a look at your situation. I'll do a full analysis. I'll do a complete retirement plan for you, an income plan. I'll show you your tax situation, your marginal uh, tax rate. I'll show you how to reduce your taxes going forward. And at the same time, we'll also do a Social Security optimization blend in everything. For the first time in your life, you're going to have a portfolio that is bulletproof, it's tax efficient, and you'll have your Social Security benefits optimized. Call us at 
last segment, I left you with a question. And I'm going to open this segment up with the same question. 30 years ago, you invested $100,000. And today it's worth $318,000. That's a little over a 4% per year growth rate. Are you happy with that? What if that same $100,000 30 years ago grew to $2.12 million? Which pot of money would you rather have? Well, obviously. I mean, that's a dumb question, right? You know, the fact of the matter is we're talking about today on this show, buy and hold, stay invested forever because over the course of this year, my meetings with people, I have seen people that are completely unaware I guess is the best term I can use for it, to what's going on in the market and in the world today. Um, and I'm afraid that uh, they're going to end up with a scenario in the not-too-distant not future, very similar to the one we had in 2008 and nine, where they look at their 401k or their IRAs, and now all of a sudden it's cut in half. So my question again to you, if you're – close to retirement, can you afford to let that happen to you and your family? Do you want to have your 401k funds that are obviously recovered from 2008 and nine cut in half again? I mean, what are you doing now that's different from what you did back then? Anything? Well, if you're not doing anything any different, if you're just riding the mutual fund up and down, there are alternatives. And we can help you avoid whatever's coming our way. You know, Jim Rogers, uh, which is a very, very uh, familiar name to, to many of us in, in this business, um, gave a glaring warning last week. Um, if you don't know who that name is, Jim Rogers actually was George Soros's partner in the Omega Fund, which is, was a very successful hedge fund back in the 70s. And Jim Rogers was a frequent guest on CNBC for, for many years. And granted, Jim has been what I consider to be a gold bug and a bit of a... Um, I wouldn't say a pessimist, but but he's been he's been shouting uh, a warning uh, tone for 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 many years. But for Friday, his his shout was, I guess, in my opinion, was probably ear splitting. Um, he said that this year or early next, we're going to have the worst financial crisis in our lifetime. Now, this is a guy who's managed money all of his adult life, who's worth billions of dollars, who actually moved from the United States to China because of his convictions about how how mismanaged this country is and how how wrong it's headed. Not to say that he believes China is the answer, but he felt the opportunity was was better in China than than here. But he's saying that it's going to be a catastrophe beyond anything we've ever seen. Now, I don't know that I'm completely wrapping my um, mind around that. I have 
for a long time told you, my faithful listeners, that things are not right in this country. They haven't been for a long time, that they're going in the wrong direction. But I was, I became a little bit more heartened after the election. Not that I'm a huge Trump fan. I've never been a big fan of Donald Trump. Um, never watched any of his radio or not radio shows, but his TV shows. Um, but I am a fan of his policies. And I think if we can get his policies enacted, I think we may be able to avert catastrophe down the road. Um, but unfortunately, from what we've seen so far this year, every single thing the administration does is met with a an amazing affront uh, from, honestly, not just the Democrats, but some in the Republican Party, too. And it started with health care. It's going to probably go into tax reformation, and we need that badly in this country. Um. But without some of these policies putting into place, I'm afraid that Jim Rogers' uh, predictions may in fact come true. So why would you want to sit there with your retirement accounts, fat, dumb, and happy right now, and watch those things melt away 30, 40, 50, 60%, maybe worse? You know, many of you have never seen anything worse than 50%. Most of you saw a 50% decline in your 401k back in 2008. But what would an 80 or a 90% drop in your retirement assets do to you? Does that mean you won't be able to retire? You'll have to work the rest of your life? Well, you can avoid it. I mean, there are plenty of things that us financial advisors in this industry We look at indicators that tell us when a market is about ready to roll over and and top out. And, yeah, um, we've seen several of those. And so far we've avoided disaster. But I'm telling you, it's only because of central bank intervention. Now, what the heck do I mean by central bank intervention? That just sounds like gobbledygook to most of us. Well, I'll get into that in just a second. Hey, if if you just joined us, this is the Wealth Guardian Show. My name's Doug Ray, and we're talking about the state of the markets today. We're talking about the economy. We're talking about complacency and where you are in your investment life. I want to have a serious conversation with you. I want you to pick up the phone today and call me. The number's 336-391-3409. If you're feeling at all uneasy if, if your stomach is just kind of rolling around and you're going, gee, just, I know this is, it seems good, but it just doesn't seem quite right. Give me a call because I want to talk to you about the markets, what's real and what's not real. The number's 336-391-3409. So with a few remaining minutes we have left of this show, I'm going to try to tell you in a nutshell why the stock market's at all-time highs. You know, in the first segment, we went back 30 years, but all we need to do is go back to 2007. And let's just start with global debt in 2007. Global debt was $140 trillion back then. But just seven years later, by 2014, 
that debt had risen to $199 trillion. It's $57 trillion. That's a 40% increase in just seven years. Today, today, people, it's $300 trillion. That's 50% more in just three years. So what am I telling you? I'm telling you the world is awash in debt. I'm telling you that every central bank on the face of the planet has been pumping this market up. They've been printing money. That's a term you everybody understands. You don't understand quantitative easing. You don't understand buying bonds. And you don't understand the Bank of Japan buying stocks and that kind of stuff. But trust me on this. And you can verify it. Everything I've said today is verifiable. It's fact. The world is awash in debt. It is the greatest financial experiment in human history. You know, I don't remember a time where we've we've seen so much debt. I mean, everybody knows that if you load up your credit card, if you use your house as an ATM, it's probably not going to end too well for you. I mean, you know that. And we've seen that. So how's it going to end for our governments? How's it going to end for the United States, who's $20 trillion plus dollars in debt today? How's it going to end for Sweden? How's it going to end for Germany, for Canada, for Japan, for Italy, and, well, Greece? Come on. <laughs> we've talked about Greece so many times on this show. I'm, I'm, I mean, they're just they're, they're zombie land. Let's just take a look at Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico just had a referendum, and by an overwhelming majority of people, they voted to become a state. Now, Puerto Rico has been having referendums on becoming a state, gosh, for as long as I can remember, 30 years. And until this vote, they overwhelmingly wanted to stay a territory. What's changed? How about debt? Puerto Rico is unsavable. They are totally bankrupt. Their pensions are defunct. The government cannot possibly pay back all the debt they floated. So, yeah, now they want to become a state so that the United States of America can bail them out. Well, where does the buck end? It's going to end somewhere, sometime, someplace. We can't print money forever. Now, when that happens, I have no idea. I thought it would have happened a couple years ago, but I was wrong. But I'm telling you, the time is coming. I think it's sooner rather than later. And I want you to be prepared. There are things you can do right now. You don't have a lot of time, I don't think. You don't have a lot of time to prepare, but there are things you can do to save your retirement. There are things you can do to to save your 401k. Just like I started the show, I, I taught this course down in, in Charlotte last week, and I, and I tried to tell these people, there are things you can do to save your retirement assets. I tried to teach them Dr. Shap's 50-50 strategy. 
And with that strategy, it's a very simple technical analysis. It will tell you when to get out of the market. So going forward, I want you to give me a call. Let's have a conversation. It's 336-391-3409. Let's talk about your situation and what you're going to do to save your retirement, your assets for you, and most importantly, for your family. Thank you so much. This is the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, and I'll see you next week. 